This is episode 85, Grief and the Coronavirus. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And here's our podcast for the quarantined SLP. Mm-hmm. Who well, just became a teletherapist. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes, here you are. It does show you that like, because I remember when we did those teletherapy episodes, I was like, I just don't know. It sounds so tricky. And then all of a sudden it just went like from not teletherapy to teletherapy and everyone just had to get into it. That's very true. Yeah. That's how you learn. That is how you learn. You just get immersed in it. It's a good one. Yeah. Like you should just toss babies in pools and they'll just start swimming. (laughs) Okay. I feel like (laughs) we should not condone that behavior. So. I'm joking, but I, um, I've actually seen like there are practices of that kind of, but I mean, not aggressive. Yeah. Like being pushed in the pool. Have you ever been pushed inside a pool? Ha- um, yeah, I've been pushed in a pool. Yeah. Not as an adult because I am, I'm stronger now, but as a child. Yeah. Yes. Same as a child. Pushed in the pool is not as bad as a float fo- floating over your head. Oh, really? I say float, float. And you can't get up and there's a float on top. You're underneath the water and there's a float. <laughs> You're drowning. There's a, oh, I think it's a Dane Cook joke. That's scary. Yeah. Anyway, what are you drinking, by the way? I am drinking coffee. Oh. Your finest type from the grocery store out of a Disney mug that says Deborah on it. Nice. And funny story, I got this when I was 10. So this is old 21 years old and it still is intact which reminds me of two things one um every time you throw something away like everything you've thrown away since you were 10 still looks like this unless somebody broke it or recycled it so interesting thought there you have you know i feel bad when i get rid of things not that i have a lot of things but i'm just saying like like had i just thrown this in the trash it would just be sitting in a um like dump dump looking like this yeah it's a perfectly fine mug and who would throw away a mug with their name on it you know exactly so definitely be sure to donate everything that you have that's intact like don't throw things out um and then yeah when i was little it was you know in any gift shop it always has name things like name key change name mugs and stuff they They would never have deborah really yeah they still have it but nobody ever had Deborah. Like it would always be Debbie or D E B R A instead of Deborah. Right. right. So I was in Disney World and I didn't happen to have any money, but I did have a pocket. And so this came home with me. I stole it. Okay. So well, <laughs> the cheers to living on the edge when you were ten. Yeah. Cheers. cheers. Like you wouldn't have the you wouldn't have the courage to do that now. So cheers to 10 year old. Only because it would be embarrassing to get caught. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, I have guts. I just. True. So much more to lose now. So much more. Yeah. To, plus like, you have money now to pay for it. Exactly. And at that time, 10, no money. No like 31 year old speech pathologist arrested at Disney World for stealing a mug with her name on it. <laughs> Although now it would be like $20 for that mug. Yeah. One question Deborah stated. She never saw her name spelled correctly before. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't leave without it. That's so overzealous that she just <laughs> ran and ran. Poor <laughs> control. I have a mug with my name on it, and it's my favorite mug. So I yeah. hear you. 
you know? And I'm mm-hmm. 30, and this is now 31, but I did not steal that mug. I bought it from one of my favorite Uh-oh. places. Well, obviously you're a better person than me. Obviously. I'm just so glad you said it, not me, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I'm drinking kombucha and I cleaned out the uh, kitchen uh, drawers today and I found these little wine tags and they're new oh, related. So I have put Broadway on it the broadway tag and i just want to have a little shout out to new york it's a very rough time period right now for new york everyone who's following the news knows that yeah a very high death toll and it's just the hospitals like your sister was saying who's yes and we think we'll have her on the show yes we will yes so you know first we're gonna have my stepsister jillian on the show and then after that amanda will be on the show who's a nurse jillian's elected consultant okay cool well i have this peppercorn cheese about the last of it that i got Mm -hmm. from vermont back when we were able to travel which you really appreciate those little moments even if it was a little weekend getaway so definitely drink some tea i got my kombucha bubbly tea cheers deb to you even though you're not supposed to cheers with coffee so metaphorical cheers. oh why i don't know it's like this thing i heard in greece it could just be made up could be entirely rules rules you're right you know how new york is pretty you know there's so many rules right now so we can't be outside Mm -hmm. it just really makes me want to call my wedding photographers and do like a engagement photo shoot so because i could go to all the places that i'd have to be worried about crowds could i know right i mean that's ballsy i mean if you were 10 and just being outside and far away from people i don't want to do any inside but parks are open. Yeah. So. Oh, so people might be at like Brooklyn Bridge Park. Not as much though. Not as many. No. Not as many. No, no, no. Not yeah. as much. Not as many. So many. Maybe. So for this segment, we wanted to have just a whole tips and tricks segment. We usually mm-hmm. only share one, but we're feeling very excited generous. with all and generous with all our tips and tricks. So we're going to talk about three teletherapy. Mm-hmm. Tips and tricks and three mental health tips and tricks because right now it's really important to think about your mental health and uh keep listening to this episode we have an interview with a licensed mental health counselor maria Karras. her name is maria as well oh it's a maria, it's a maria it's, yeah it's a maria maria episode oh yeah we should rename it <laughs> maria maria <laughs> but but you know shout out to your deborah mug so you know thank you you know, Thanks. it's yeah. wine and cheese. It's not only mm-hmm. just me, you and I, Deb. Yes. So uh, do you want to go over your teletherapy tips first? Or do you want that coffee to like sink in? I call coffee teletherapy fuel. Oh, um, I can go. I'm fine. Sure. Um, okay. So teletherapy. Mm-hmm. My first tip for teletherapy is um, you love that cheese. It's delicious. I'm, I'm really into this cheese. Like it seems like I'm really into your teletherapy and I am, I am. <laughs> but this cheese is really fueling. That's my, the Oprah cheese. My, yes. My attention. Yeah. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. Should I save, be saving you some, but I don't know what I'm going to see. No, you. it's fine. Don't okay. you worry. Not you right. enjoy that cheese. Right, that Oprah cheese. Thank you, Deb. Um, okay. So my teletherapy tips one, um, is use what you have. So there's lots of things that you can do um, on tele- the teletherapy platform with things that you have already. So don't go buying everything and downloading everything. You're not even going to use all of those things if you do that. 
I have found PowerPoint to be my most helpful tool yes. and also having Google Drive on my phone. So what I've done is, um, let's say I want to use a book or some flashcards or something. Before I you will, go there, what platform are you using? Before we get crazy. I'm using everything now. At this point, oh. I have um, all the Google stuff, Google Classroom, I'm Google, using all Google stuff, Google Classroom, yeah. Google. One, one thing is Microsoft, and, and I'm also on DoxyMe. Okay. I'm on everything. I'm just on Google because I can. You can use this with everything. So what I've been doing, so on my phone, I have Google Drive and that's like where all my files are. Yeah. So I'll take pictures with my phone of the material. I'll create a PowerPoint on my phone and then I'll just format it on the computer because all you're doing is going like insert camera roll, insert camera roll on that slide instead of like, I took all these pictures. Now I have to email myself these pictures. Now I have to put them on the slide. No, I just... Right my camera roll on my phone put them on a powerpoint don't worry about how pretty it looks then i delete right. the pictures to get rid of the storage space mm-hmm. and then i'll phone. go on the computer and format it so i've taken pictures of the bjorn speech cues i've taken pictures of the um kslp apraxia cards i've taken pictures of dr seuss books and other stories um and so using what you have and just a couple free apps are really going to be beneficial to you. And that's my first tip. Do you want to go back and forth with tips? Yeah, sure. I'll just piggyback right. off that. So I like, so let's say you do like something like that, like on PowerPoint, which I have used one of your PowerPoints, like the core, which is on our Patreon, the core word oh, yeah. go and all the different ways you could use go, which is excellent. And it's great for the kids that have a device. So what I did for the kids that have a device. And I kids that don't have devices, like yeah. kids that you want to expand their, like to two or three words. I've been using it with them. Yeah. As of right now, I don't have too many kids with a device, just like maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So primarily it's not a device, but even like the ones that have a device, I wasn't able to download. Like there is a way if you go to like for LAMP, this is for the PRC website, which I couldn't do it on my Chromebook. So I'm like, all right, I can't. So I just Googled images lamp and just showed the mom like, all right, here's go. Here's Mm -hmm. on like with my mouse just to show her. So she was like, okay, I see it here on the device. And she'll be like, go on. And then the kid can see it. So um, I really like using your PowerPoints that you made. Thank you, Deb, for making for me and for yourself and for your students. But mostly I've been benefiting. So thank you. <laughs> no, You're welcome. Students, Anytime. It's have been benefiting, but me also, cause it's like eliminates a lot of guesswork. So thanks. But in t- on top of that, I've been using a token board in a different mm-hmm. browser and you can make token boards, I guess on PowerPoint, I use board maker online and then mm-hmm. they, they just drag the star over and I've been using the token board. And then if I want them to say a specific sentence, like I see a blank, I have that written as, as a sentence strip in board maker. So they're able to follow along like with what I want them to say. And then they could earn a star immediately after they say it. Mm-hmm. I got to increase. Great. Yeah. Increase the expressive language, you know, and, and reinforce that. Perfect. And then, um, so I'm going to piggyback off you for my second therapy tip. So, um, for any of my kids who have required like, um, extra support in terms of motivation to participate, 
Mm -hmm. I've found like those who have like more complex communication needs, they need some breaks just like they would in the face-to-face therapy. So what video I've been using is um, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Um, When Winnie the Pooh is a little black rain cloud um, and he wants to get the honey from the bees. So he goes up in the balloon. Mm -hmm. Um, And that scene just has lots of things that you can talk about. And a lot of the target um, sounds that I've been working like, um, CV and CVC words. So we have like poo and honey and bee and whoa, cause he's like flying around. Nice. Um, Those are good prompt words too. Like, boo, yeah, they're lip rounding, mm-hmm. you know? And- yeah. So anybody with like any sort of motor planning, yeah, lots of stuff, and it's exciting, and I just love that scene personally. Um, have you seen it? <laughs> I have not seen it. I will have wow. to check that out because that seems like yeah. very interesting. We'll link it in the show notes. You'll email it to yeah. me. So don't go crazy, mm-hmm. everyone. It's in the show notes. Yes, yeah, and it's great. I love when Pooh's when Christopher Robin's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, I'm a little black rain cloud, of course, because he rolled around in the mud, so he looked like right. a rain cloud." So that he could disguise himself from the bees so he can get the honey. Um, Yeah. And so all I do do with that is all of the platforms that I use allow for screen sharing. Um, You don't have to give them control of the screen. That's not always available and that's an available feature, but um, you could just put it on the screen and then it's, it's not so long. It's like less than three minutes maybe. So it's a good break. It's a, it's a non guilty break and you can also work on some words. Awesome. Yes. Now I'm guilty break. Mm -hmm. I'm piggybacking off of you. We didn't (laughs) change our tips beforehand. I am my tip. My second tip is to give sensory breaks. So whether it's Mm -hmm. with a video, which I think is great too, and you could always like pause the video and have them describe it and then like ready, set, and then you say go, Mm -hmm. play it or hit it. I like making them say hit it. I don't know why. But hit it uh, yeah, yeah. Hit it. I'm like, all right, you know what? You need a break. Let's get up. Mom, let's just give them 10 jumps. Uh, two or three of my kids, they have like trampolines in their house. So I'm utilizing that. Yeah, I've seen that. I'm thinking I need that. All right. I mean, it is a good workout. Yeah. So why not? You know? Yeah. But you didn't want to spend $8 on cereal though. So I don't know. But I that don't... was going to make me fat. Got it. Got it. You know, like, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So I've been incorporating sensory breaks and I've actually reached out to my students' OT and she uh, was Mm -hmm. nice enough to share with me their sensory diet. And I'm like, hmm, I see here like, oh, they could push like a laundry basket if they fill like books or something, fill it and then they could push Mm -hmm. it. So I haven't tried suggesting that one yet because that one's like a little bit more planning time. Yeah. But um definitely the trampoline and just getting up and jumping or at the end of a session, they earn to dance. One of my kids oh. like to dance. Yeah. He loves, he's so into it. I'm like, I'm like his number one fan. I'm like, yeah. Good. Yeah. You know, dance party, dance party. You know, I'm all about that, but that's my second tip. So great. What's your and so tip? my third tip, um, is to okay so let's say we're having some lack of participation mm. or we're having some struggle in terms of behavior and this is not an individual with um pronounced sensory issues or complex communication needs this might just be an elementary aged individual in speech mm. um i have since i'm taking advantage of being in such close contact with the parents i have yes. um 
I have ended meetings and I have said, I've mentioned, I would call or text the parent and say they can rejoin when they're ready or I've put them in the waiting room or, um, yeah. So I, yes, the doorbell's ringing. I have an app now. Wow. Cool. You are great. You are very high. Can I, I have to answer it. Mike has no pants on. Can we pause? Brief pause. All right. I'm back. Sorry. Great. No worries. Oh, what's that? What'd you get? I don't know. Let's, it's an unboxing video. It's an impromptu. Wow. An unboxing. unboxing video. It's like the Kinder eggs, which I had one yesterday. Those are quite it's delicious. underwear. Yay. <clears throat> but maybe Mike needs pants. <laughs> Listen, that's, I guess this is quarantine life, self-quarantined life. Um, right, right. Pants so. are optional. Who knows if I had pants on right now? Um, Good for you. Yeah, I'm so happy about my legging supply. You are. Yeah, I have like seven pairs that I love um, and one pair that I'll tolerate. So that's like how often I have to do laundry. I think that's great. It's a really good yeah. leggings ratio you got there. So so you were in the middle of, oh, yes, your third tip is just um, pretty much. Being, yeah, so. Yeah, sorry. Can't I, I remove myself because I can't control what they're doing. Like I, there's nothing I can say. Like I will make attempts that's like um, we can watch a video or we'll play a game next. But like if I'm not getting the participation that I require, um, since I am frequently texting the parents to like initiate and confirm each session, they are in close contact with me. So um, yeah, so I'll just, I'll turn off my video so that they only see my picture. Mm. So I'll like take myself away until they're ready to participate. And that's just what's worked for me. That's great. How do they let you know you're re- they're ready? You could hear them still. Yeah, I can still okay. hear them. Oh, or yeah. if I ended it completely, the parent will, they'll like request to start it again. Yeah. Wow. That's great. And then you would probably just indicate that in your note. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Questions. So yeah, I would great. say that they required, um, like, maximum support to remain on task and focused and the session had to stop and restart due yeah. to lack of compliance yeah there you go That's nice all. so That's what uh, happened speaking of uh taking things easy you know if anyone's mm-hmm. on like spring break right now and they're not really required to do teletherapy or whatever state by state is different but um i posted today in the google classroom my Google classroom. Um, there's live webcams at the San Diego zoo and there's a ton Mm -hmm. of like different webcams and the kids can like see all different things. But I figured what's more exciting than a San Diego zoo or a zoo and animals. So yeah, I posted that link. So that's just another great thing. Like those live webcam videos, take advantage of them. And you know, eventually if you start to teletherapy, you could talk about them. Let's write about it. What did you like? You know, so you could just, you know, go somewhere else, kind of escape. Similar to a book, but just it's more realistic, you know? It's what's yeah. happening. So I thought yeah. that was cool that they're having, offering those, especially for like high school students too, you know? Like, oh, let's go check this museum out. Something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've that's so it. many people have suggested that to me and I haven't done it just yet, but. I haven't um, done it just yet either. Yeah. I will. I think because I just watched Tiger King, so I'm like, I'm done with zoos for a bit. I am going to watch that once we are done with this interview, so hold okay. on to that. 
And Parks right. and Recreation. Love that show. Yeah, you're obsessed. You I'm love obsessed. It. I am obsessed. And it's okay to be mm-hmm. obsessed with things sometimes, you know? Yeah. So speaking mm-hmm. of being obsessive, we want to talk about mental health. Please hold for a brief commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Therapy Travelers. Therapy Travelers is a school staffing agency that places SLPs, PTs, OTs, school psychologists, special ed teachers, and behavioral interventionists in local and travel school districts. Their mission is to attract, empower, and retain the finest therapists so that every human can manifest their potential. Check out the show notes for more information about Therapy Travelers. This episode is brought to you by The Sensory Studio. The Sensory Studio is a pediatric private practice with two convenient locations in Staten Island, New York. Traditionally, The Sensory Studio offers school, center, and home-based speech and occupational therapy through private medical insurance. Right now, The Sensory Studio is offering teletherapy sessions for speech and occupational therapy through a simple email link to all New Yorkers. Please email them at info at thesensorystudio.com or call 718-979-5678 to reach their parent coordinator. Also, check out the show notes for more information. Yeah, so what has been working for me is just to follow my intrinsic motivation and that's just what um, feels rewarding internally for me and what I like to do is to um, create and I have been using boom cards a lot to make my drawings come to life and to create stories um, and these are things that I enjoy doing and they also help me um, prepare for work so um, my advice to everyone is to follow your own intrinsic motivation and don't compare yourselves to others and think like I'm not mental healthing right and I'm not teletherapizing right and I'm not relaxing right because what works for me is to create and be active and what doesn't work for me is to do too much sitting still um, binge much, watching tv or right. like I, I like to do that at night yeah at night is definitely yeah. binge watching. do what um do what makes you happy follow your heart in that sense right and there's no rule there's no rules. I like, to I like to create things too, but I went in a little different direction. Um, so I finally discovered that we had a French press in the back closet. So, you know, cleaning out your back, your closets and stuff, you'll find things. So we have a French press. So I'm very excited that I made like my own iced coffee because you put the, you saw how the way it works for anyone who doesn't know is um, ground coffee beans. And then you just add hot water and then eventually you just like push it down. It strains all the beans Mm -hmm. uh, and it sticks to the bottom, but it brews the coffee. So I'm excited to try a cold brew, which it would have to sit like over 24 hours with like cold water, just regular, I guess, cold room temperature water. And I'm excited to have my own cold brew coffee And then I saw with the coffee grounds, I put more water and then I water the plants with some of that, like diluted. Uh Uh, Yeah. So I've been doing that. And then I take some of the coffee grounds and I mix it with my face wash and I give myself an exfoliator with coffee grounds. And with the rest of the grounds, you put the grounds in a a ice cube tray and then you melt coconut oil, which I have a jar of 
coconut oil and then you add the melted coconut oil on top of the coffee grinds and you put it in the freezer and now when you're ready to take a shower you have like a body scrub with just coconut oil and coffee grounds wow i did not know that i will certainly try that wow so i'm super excited of all the different ways i've been like utilizing what's already available to me with just the coffee grounds you know don't throw out your coffee grounds i do every day i'm gonna have to stop that you should really stop that. And I've thought of all the coffee grounds I've thrown out and I'm like, oh, so we really, we got to save the planet, you know, one coffee ground at a time. Yeah. So why not? You know, so I've been doing that. I've been reading audiobooks. I'm excited to start the Harry Potter series. And uh, of course my met every day meditation. So that's, what's been working for me. But what works for me is like, you know, different from you. Like I know Deb's sending me the boom card she's making. I'm like, how are you making boom cards? But you said you like it. So I'm happy yes. for you. You know, it's fun. Cause I made the pictures. I'm not buying clip art or anything or using somebody else's art. It's my own. So it's exciting to me. Good. I mean, I could see how that's exciting and you like art and it's, mm-hmm. Hey, listen, we had that whole episode about art therapy. It's, it is stress relieving. So now you're making your art come to life. So I could see how that's exciting and stress relieving as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. Then we'll get to our interview. So ciao for me for now. Bye. Maria will be back, but this is it for me. I'll see you next time, guys. Here. Bye. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria and I'm joined now by the licensed medical health counselor named Maria Cara. Say hello, Maria. Hi everyone. Um, I am actually holding up a cup of tea right now. It's Yes, she is. She's ready to go. Yep. It's a green tea. I keep it very simple with my tea and I just put a little honey into it and you know, I'm all set. <laughs> you could have green tea late at night. You know what? I, I feel like the coffee and tea. Yeah, I'll stay up, but you know, eventually I go to sleep. And then I just feel like sometimes even when I'm tired, caffeine doesn't help me anyway. So it's, it's like, what's the difference? You know, gotcha. you're like, I might as well drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, YOLO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. YOLO with your YOLO cup. in this quarantine with my cup of tea. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so Maria, you were like texting me earlier and you're like, I want to be professional. So I'm not going to have alcohol. And I'm like, I like this. This is yes. good. Being very, very professional now. So I'm staying abstaining from alcohol too. I'm drinking this lavender melon kombucha tea and it's really good. Have you heard of kombucha tea? You know what? I heard of the term kombucha, but I don't, I never heard kombucha tea. <laughs> it's funny because I was talking, I was FaceTiming with my cousins from Greece and they're like, what's that? Kombucha? We don't have that here. But it's fermented tea. So there's like active live bacteria cultures in here and it's very good for your gut. Oh, that's and good. Yeah. And it's like spritzy. It's like a nice spritzy tea Ooh. and it's fruity and it's good. Great lavender flavored and i love anything lavender yeah they and actually random fun fact about lavender it originates from the latin verb lavar which means to wash and i like that concept it's like i'm washing myself 
Yes. And um, it's interesting because, I, you know, I've known you a good amount of time now and we both have the same name. And not only do we have the same name, but we're also, we're also both Greek. So we definitely have a lot in common with, you know, I mean, I'm only a quarter Greek. Um, I'm not this. Uh, okay, I'll teach you. Yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, first of all, we got it. Let's do a metaphorical cheers for the screen. And then we yes. Yamas. There we go. Yamas. There we go. Kombucha. Kombucha. There we go. Um, yes. So we're definitely, we definitely have the same name and that might get confusing now, but I, hopefully the audience <laughs> will differentiate our different voices. Yes. And I think my voice I mean, at least I think my accent is pretty strong and thicker than yours. So I'm sure people will get the difference maybe. So Maria, where are you from? Okay. So just a little bit of background. I was born in Brooklyn. See, this is where the accent's coming out. No. <laughs> I was born in Brooklyn. <laughs> um, no, let it out, girl. <laughs> and um, I moved to Staten Island, be, you know, I was like two and a half and I've haven't moved out of Sano and I've been born and raised here and you know I I don't mind it I know a lot of people will complain about it but I don't know I just keep it positive and and I look at you know I'm just I look at the positives and yeah you're near I have my family. family and friends I have you, you know I have what I need at home <laughs> so that's good so you got what you need and you feel comfort in that yes so Maria you have been a licensed men excuse me, licensed mental health counselor, LMHC, since October, 2017. And you went to St. John's for undergrad, just like I did, and Fordham Mm -hmm. for grad school. And you are the owner of your very own private practice, Maria K. Karas. Yes. Licensed Um, mental health counselor. So bravo for that. Thank you. (laughs) Cheers. It's fun. Cheers to that kombucha. Yep. Kombucha. Yamas. There you go. (laughs) Greek words on this show. Very educational. Yes. Um, it's funny to hear someone say to me, I'm, I'm the owner of my private practice because it's still pretty new for me. Um, I started it April of last year. So it's basically, it's funny. It's actually a year from today because, um, what? Yes. Now that I I come to think of it, it's a year from today because I started paying for my space April 1st of last year. So this is pretty cool. I'm, you know, that April. So happy anniversary. Yes. Happy anniversary. Look at you. Cheers. This is your celebration. Yes. Kabucha. Kabucha. Cheers. (laughs) That you are the second person that I have interviewed that as you're talking about your business, the same thing, an owner also of a Staten Island business. Oh, Must wow. Staten Island thing. She was like, wait, we opened up four years ago from today. And I'm like, what? Wow. Happy anniversary. And the same thing is happening to you right now. So mm-hmm. happy anniversary to you. Thank you. And it's funny, out of all days, April Fool's, um, you know, people that know me well know that I do enjoy this holiday because in the past I would do like funny April Fool's pranks on people. And it's just such a weird time to do that this year. I haven't done anything like that. Cause you know, I would do the, 
old school way of like, oh, guess what? And then blah, blah, blah. And then April Fool's. And I haven't done any of that today because I just know it's such like a difficult time for everyone. And, you know, I don't want to offend anyone or, you know, people are going through a lot right now. So, um, but I wish this was an April Fool's joke right now that we have to be stuck in our house. And I agree with I that. I wish it could just be, I wish they could just go on the news right now and just say, like, okay, guess what? April Fool's, yeah. there's no coronavirus, but that's, that would be, that would be great. That would be great. That would be very intense. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did a few April Fool's jokes today because I'm like, I, I meditated. I use the Calm app. Do you use that app? You know what? I never used it, but I heard about it. Um, Headspace really is pretty popular as well, so I I've used that a few times. So yeah, I uh, I love that app. So I always meditate. Like every day, I try to get to it. And the title of this today's was humor, and it was like it had like a nice quote about humor. And I was like, all right, I try to incorporate a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I try to prank a few people. <laughs> I pretend- did it. Did it go well? <laughs> it did go well. I scared my boyfriend when he walked in. He's like, ah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You just got to keep some fun and joy. Listen, humor, yeah. if we don't have humor right now, it's even more difficult. So, exactly. I mean, I thought to myself, too, I could have just done an April Fool's joke, but the time went so quickly. Like, I can't believe it's already nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And ready to be like laying down, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This well, this tea's going to keep me up a little bit. So. There you go. Just part yeah. it. Yes. Party at a, <laughs> and, you know, home. quarantine style. <laughs> Speaking of partying, we know each other from St. John's, right? From undergrad. Yes. And yes. you were active with St. John's uh, Campus Ministry, where I worked as a grad internship. So that's actually where we met, where I remember you were volunteering a lot. And I thought that was like really nice and noble of you. So did you know from then that you wanted to get into counseling? So, you know, what's interesting, because I'm on a speech pathologist podcast that originally when I was a freshman in St. John's, I actually was thinking about speech pathology. I feel like I remember you telling me that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I was so, like, oh, yes. Was I like, do it. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? The more I think about looking back, yeah, it was an interest. But the more I thought about it, psychology was always in the back of my mind. And, you know, I had to self-reflect a lot, really think about, because, you know, I mean, granted, okay, even if you change your major and then end up graduating, then if you choose a different job altogether, it's not the end of the world. But, you know, you still want to, like, try to figure it out while you're in college. Like, what do I really like? And psychology was just, it just... In the back of my mind, I always gravitated towards that, and I was very interested in it. And you know what? When I was in high school, you know, just school in general, I was never interested in any subjects, really. Like, I was a good student, but I was never one to be... Like, super passionate about it. Like. Yeah, like, I wasn't like, oh, I love history, or I love English. Like, I didn't like any subject. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just love to talk. And you know, yeah. be around friends, but <laughs> that was like my favorite thing to do in school. But then, yeah, I was a good student. I mean, I I did good. Yeah. You like um, to socialize. You're definitely like a social person, and you like to surround yourself in social yeah. scenarios. 
Yes. Yeah. So, um, the communication specialist, I could see the interest, like, <laughs> you know, yes. <laughs> I see your interests were more in the psychology and probably yeah. in like human behavior too, possibly mm-hmm. like, yes. oh, why does that person do what they do? And absolutely. Yeah. So it's definitely in me. I feel like it, it was meant to be cause I'm very happy where I'm at now. I mean, Look, I'm not excited to be stuck at home right now, but I am definitely making the best of it. I'm still working from home. And you're doing like teletherapy? Yes. So so are SLPs and it's so like all over Instagram and like what's good and like everyone don't worry. We're figuring this out together. No one panic. But because we're like have to do like speech sessions with like mm-hmm. a kid and who's how's that board. been for you I mean for me it's been well it's going pretty well you know I'm embracing it embracing the uncertainty uncertainty like oh okay he's on the floor today all right floor time method like yeah. I'm not like let's go to the next room and sit at a table like I'm just like whenever that phone answers like I just go with that mm-hmm. moment so what about you and how your teletherapy is going yeah and before to get into my um, what I've been doing, it's interesting because I'm thinking now, I'm sure your creativity is really coming out when you are doing the speech therapy. Um, because now we're in a situation where we have to be a little more creative with how we're going to engage and help others. And, you know, I really, I just want to say, you know, you're doing amazing help. Oh, thanks. So you're just, I mean, look, it's a difficult job. Yeah. Just like knowing everyone's struggling and that you still have to be calm and positive for them and keep going and I think that's one of the most difficult challenges for you know both of us and any therapist or anyone in a medical any you know any job really but um really the the career of like um really working with healthcare healthcare education like we're really meant to like you're saying be like the strong person the person they can go to Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's such a great point. I love that you can like see that and you also like recognize it in your own career mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, it's been, you know what, I've been, you know, doing phone and video sessions. I noticed that for myself personally, I do like the video better because I, you know, you could see the person, you can see their body language. To you know, traditionally I always like it in person in the office, but you know. With everything happening, of course, we're limited with that. So, I mean, I'm always happy when a client says, yeah, let's do a video session. Because I'm like, you know, it makes the experience better. Uh, the th- you know, because I feel like on the phone, yeah, it's helpful. But then, you know, it's, you can't see them. And, you you know, they could be saying, I'm doing great right now. But then maybe their face is like total opposite. So that's a little challenging. But you know, I do my best to say I'm providing phone and video just so they know that there is options and whatever's comfortable for the client. That's, that's what I do best with that. So. Yeah. You, so you really have to be flexible and that's like a big thing. Like I know SLPs have to be flexible, but I feel like you maybe even more so, right? Like you really mm-hmm. have to be flexible. Yes. And also just to let you know, I have a noise machine going on right now. It's uh, you know, it sounds like the wind and the ocean right now it's cool so i'm i'm in a separate separate room in my house where you know it's like a spare room and you know i use that as my work 
room right now because I don't want to feel like I would feel so uncomfortable doing this in my bedroom. Right yeah. Yet. No, it's good. It's your office. Yeah. And then, have like a do, and, and then I have like a do not disturb sign. I mean, even though no one's barging in, but still like, I like, I'm still trying to make it like I'm still working. Like I want to feel like it's normal, as normal as it possible. I so. totally get that. No, that's great. And that's great that you have like that extra room or you don't have like kids knocking on your door, like, mom, right. you know, right. mom. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel bad for not I don't want to say bad. I feel like I really think it's probably very difficult if you have your own kids to worry about, you know, also mm-hmm. and like your dog is barking like in the middle of the right. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky. I don't have those type of distractions. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds terrible to say, no, okay. obviously if I had kids and a pet right now, I'd be very happy, but no, yeah. I'm just saying work wise being stuck at home. I definitely, it's definitely quiet and mm-hmm. in, in, in which is a good thing for my work. So same here, same here. I, although I do miss my dog a lot and I want a dog and I almost adopted one, but I did not anyway. Oh really? Yes. Cause he, I, my landlords were going to definitely say no to that. So I didn't even want to go. Uh, I entertained it in my mind, you know, like mm-hmm. I want this dog. <gasps> but well, you never know in the future, you yes. know, in the future, in the future. So you, Maria, you're a certified grief recovery specialist, right? So you have a special interest also in grief. Uh, So can you give us the definition of grief? Okay. So, um, you know, according to the Grief Recovery Institute, uh, which I could give you the definition of theirs, but just in my own words, uh, grief is normal. Everyone goes through grief. when people think of grief, they think um, death automatically, which is very common and it's understandable why people, you know, when a lot of people, when I ask them, oh, like, when you think of the word grief, what do you think of? And they say death. That's the first common um, answer. And they pop, you know, pops up. But, you know, interestingly enough, that there's actually over 43 types of losses. So just to go back in my own words, like grief, is where you're experiencing a loss, whether it's a person or a thing that's important to you, or even just a change, a big change in your life, um, an end or change in a familiar pattern of behavior. Uh, So, I mean, it makes sense, especially right now. Okay, even if, you know, I, I really hope, you know, your family and friends are okay right now. I don't, know if you know anyone that died from coronavirus but uh luckily for me I don't know anyone personally uh with that either but I know and you I'm sure will agree with me we're both grieving right now of this huge change in our lives we are me and you and everyone is grieving just alone of like okay now coronavirus is happening. Now you have to stay home. Now you can't go to work. Now you have to work from home. It's all these changes. So grief is definitely now, you know, it's, it's universal. Like the loss of the routine, you would say, right? The loss of freedom. Mm-hmm. Reading an article is like loss of freedom. So that's a loss right there. Yes. Yeah. So and- that's, that's why there's not just one type of loss, which is when someone dies, there's 
different types. And mm-hmm. I think yeah. the sooner you realize that this is a, like what, how often grief comes up is like so huge. Mm-hmm. So speaking as someone who took the grief recovery method, the support group, and you were the, I guess the head, what do you call it? Who are you? The head person? Like you're the moderator? Oh, I- I, I guess I would be the facilitator, the facilitator. you know, I, yes, I, I ran the group and it was an eight week group. And I mean, if you want to share your experience with it. Yeah. I, for me, I, so when I was going into the group, I was, well, so, I, okay. So I guess I started when I lost my cousin two years ago. And uh, I was just very upset, like things like I had triggers, like I was just start crying out of nowhere. And I was saying, like, I really need something, you know, I really Mm -hmm. need something like for my mind um, to help me get through this. And then you posted it on Instagram. I was like, this seems amazing. And you talk about the book, right? It's based off of the book, The Grief Recovery Method, The Grief Recovery Handbook. Yes. And it's that's how grief recovery addressed trauma and PTSD. Um, so I don't know. I, I felt like going in, I was going to learn more like strategies, like, oh, do this when you feel that more mm-hmm. like a toolkit kind of, but really I feel like it just opened my eyes that of the different types of forms of grief that I have gone through and how it like compile up mm-hmm. and, um, just like, even like grief, like death of a loved one, death of a pet, you know, all those things, they really like you get affected by those losses and yeah. then like you have to jot down all your losses and you're like, wow, yeah, like I lost my pet and then I lost like my cousin and then I lost my uncle and you're like, whoa, like that all happened in six months. You know, that's why I was so upset and that's why I engaged in STIRBS, which I want yes. to talk about. So what are STIRBS? Okay. So STIRBS is a fancy way of saying like i guess you could say unhealthy coping tools um stands for right short term it stands for short-term energy relieving behaviors so short-term energy relieving behaviors stirbs yes that really opened up my eyes of how we use stirbs to get through grief yes and, you know, I don't know if you're comfortable, you don't have to share your stirbs, but I'm, oh, I mean, I'm just in, share my stirbs. I'm just saying, I going to get the list of all the different types of stirbs. <laughs> and you know what stirbs, you know, I, if you look at the list of stirbs or yes, it you wrote down, it's not, um, you know, it could be everyday things that people do, but what happens is... Hold on, let me say the STIRBS first so everyone knows. All right, so yeah. the STIRBS are, these are, so use it as a guideline to help determine whether you have been relying on short-term relief, food, alcohol, slash drugs, anger, exercise, fantasy, like movies, TV, books, isolation, sex, shopping, humorously called retail therapy, and workaholism. Hmm. So it's like, uh, yeah, that sounds like a big list there. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's very common, all those things. And, you know, I myself have used quite a few of those serves like work. I know when I've gone through losses in my life, I jump to, okay, like I got to quote, quote, keep busy and keep myself busy. So I don't think about so much of the the grief and loss, but in fact, it's long-term, it doesn't help you at all when you're just, 
So I've learned, okay, yes, like I love work. I take my work seriously, but also there's a time for self-care. And there's a time that when I need to release and express my grief to someone I trust, to someone I love, that I need to get it out there and, you know, cope with it in a healthy way versus using work as a way to, um, right. So you were saying that like even everyday things can like turn into stirbs or like be a stirb before I gave the list. Sorry, I cut you off. No, it's fine. Like, I mean, I wanted to get back to your point. (laughs) Yes. I mean, think about eating, you know, we all have to eat. Right. And, you know, people could end up overeating if they're going through, you know, loss. Uh, Even now, like, I'm sure people being stuck at home right now, this probably so much disturbing right now. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of eating and I'm sure there is drinking, more drinking now. you know, maybe even the shopping, like the online shopping. Or Um, the fantasy. You're just like watching TV and reading books all day. And like, maybe you need to incorporate some exercise, a little bit more balance, you know? Yes. Have you been disturbing all in one category kind of thing? Like, Right. And you know what? It's, of course, it's not bad to watch TV, not bad to eat. Like, you know, I don't want to come off like, you can't do those things, period. It's just what happens is if you're overly, you know, let's say overeating or even um, like Work if, or yeah. alcohol, drinking. Right. Like, Isolation. You know, Isolation was one of them. Right. So there's so much of that happening right now. And my heart goes, you know, my heart breaks for a lot of, you know, everyone right now because you know, everyone is struggling in some way. Even if you don't have the coronavirus, even if you don't have symptoms, you are still struggling as well. And of course, how about the people working in the hospitals and all these people that have to go to work? And yeah, it's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of self selflessness and putting their lives at risk. That's our show, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and please stay safe. What? Thank you.